listening to the Next in Line podcast, where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. As always, I'm your host, Chance Pitts, and I would like to thank you for tuning in to this episode. Guys, a little bit of housekeeping as always. If you receive value from this episode or any other episode that we have put out, I think we're up to 14 or so with this drop. Uh, if you receive value from that, please make sure you're sharing that with like-minded individuals or people who might be able to benefit from the podcast. Guys, I know there are several of y'all doing a fantastic job of this. Thank you so much for doing that. Uh, It's been really cool to have some of these experiences that I've had. Uh, I actually wanted to share a few positive things from this week. I had a few teammates reach out on social media and ask for some advice, whether it be mindset and positivity and that kind of thing, being able to maintain a good outlook on life. I've also had some individuals reach out asking about fitness advice and planning for them starting 75 Hard or other programs as well and getting ready for whatever is next in line in their life. And I love being able to be a part of your development. I love being able to help. I am here for that. I definitely enjoy being an avenue and a hub for people to find motivation, to find information. So if you are dealing with something, if you are getting ready to take on a challenge, please don't hesitate to reach out if you don't know where to start or if you just need some additional information that maybe I can help provide for you. Uh, I am not a professional. I'm not licensed or trained specifically in physical fitness or weight loss or life coaching or anything like that. But I am a guy who is going through his own development, who has lost a total of 65 or 70 pounds, uh, and who is trying to move his life in a very positive direction. So maybe I can help you out, and maybe we can benefit from the interaction together. But guys, with that, I wanted to share a few other positive notes as well. Uh, One, I was able to work through my dad's first MRF this weekend with him. Uh, For those of y'all that don't know what the MRF is, it is run a mile, do 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, and then run another another mile. Uh, You usually do this in a 20-pound weighted vest, which usually I do that once a week. However, I didn't bring my weighted vest up there, and he didn't have one. So we just went through the motions of the MRF and made sure we got it done. It was still challenging. Uh, It was still very fun, and I know he enjoyed it, and we're going to keep working in a positive direction. Also, I was able to have an interaction with an individual, and I wanted to share that with y'all. My dad and the band he's been playing with were playing in Central Texas at this little bar and grill, and a gentleman actually come up to us and talked to me and my dad about the positivity that we were putting out on social media through the Next In Line account and what it has meant to him and what it has meant to see the development that has gone on within my life and with the Next In Line program. And he had a fantastic uh, story to tell us about that and, and some great kind words. And I really appreciate that. That is why I am doing what I am doing. That is why we have started Next In Line. I am very excited to be a part of anybody's development journey, and it just means the world to me when people share our message and people actually truly benefit from it. It is an amazing feeling, and I cannot tell y'all how much I appreciate that. And if you like these stories and these kind of updates, I'm putting them out daily on our social media pages. That's at Next In Line Development, and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. TikTok gets some exclusive content, so make sure you're checking us out there if you've got it. 
But guys, now that we've got some different things out of the way and I've gave you a little bit of update into the Next in Line movement, I wanted to just have a conversation with y'all today. I wanted to focus on something that I like to call the ugly truth about my weight loss journey. Now, as previously mentioned, I have lost somewhere between 65 and 70 pounds overall. At my heaviest, I was about 235 pounds a couple years ago, and now I am weighing about 168 pounds. If you're following us on social media, you have probably seen that within a 10-month span, I dropped about 55 to 60 pounds of that weight overall, also 50 of those pounds actually happening within a three to four month span. So very rapid weight loss overall, whenever you look at things. And I wanted to touch on something before I get too far ahead of myself. I want to get people aware of something that I think a lot of people struggle with whenever they start weight loss. And that is getting addicted to the number changing on the scale. Now, measuring your weight is a metric that you kind of have to use whenever you're working towards a goal. And I know I was very guilty of this, and I watched it way too much. I became addicted to that number following, especially whenever it dropped from a 200 to a 100 uh, at the beginning of the number. And what I want to tell y'all is whenever you focus on that weight, there's going to be days that it doesn't move. There's going to be weeks that it doesn't move. There's going to be times whenever you plateau and it feels like you're not making any progress. And that is the worst time to use this as a metric. There's times whenever you should just put your scale away and not pay attention. What you should focus on is the fact that you are having a victory every day whenever you show up and you stick to the diet. You stick to the fitness plan. You are measuring yourself against what you're able to do and knowing that you did your job for that day. And it's like anything else, guys. If you're trying to climb a mountain that is losing weight, then there's going to be days and there's going to be times when it feels like it plateaus and you're not gaining any elevation. You're not getting any closer to the peak or the goal that you've set for yourself. And you can't focus on how far you're making it every single day. You can only focus on the fact that you are still moving. You're keeping a steady pace because eventually you will get there. If you check the boxes every day of what you're doing and you go at it with your full efforts, you'll be moving in the right direction overall. And I wanted to also talk to y'all about some of the things I did that weren't the healthiest in my weight loss because I got addicted to that number and because I got addicted to the progress rather than the process. Now, whenever I went through this first big initial cut process of losing weight, I cut my calories down significantly. Now, I don't really advocate tracking calories, but just know that you do have to be in a caloric deficit no matter what to lose weight. Uh, yes, 100% caloric deficit is what you have to do. No matter what anybody tells you, no matter what diets throw your way, know that you have to put your body in a negative energy exchange in order for you to lose weight. That's the way it is going to work. Now, with that it is very important 
to know that you don't need to starve yourself. You don't need to get in so much of a caloric deficit that you end up in a bad place or you end up deficient in certain things. You start losing muscle as well rather than becoming healthier and changing some of that fat into muscle along the way and having a positive exchange of weight rather than just losing everything all at once very rapidly. And that's something that I did. I was eating protein bars. Uh, I was eating very small meals, very small portions. I was monitoring my meals to the point of getting shaky after my second workouts and my long runs and things that just weren't healthy overall. But it did let allow me to lose weight. I am not advocating for that and I'm not telling you to go out and do that. That is not what I want you to do and that is not the healthy way to do it. I think a slow and steady approach every single day is the proper way to do that. Now, I cut out a lot of things whenever I started this process. I cut out fried foods. I cut out dark liquids. I cut out fast food. I cut out a bunch of things that didn't serve me. Sugars, unhealthy carbs. I switched over from white rice to brown rice. I switched from normal bread to a multigrain bread and then eventually to a gluten-free bread. I switched from some of the unhealthy snacks that I had that were sweetened by sugar and added sugar to things that were naturally sweet but healthy, certain fruits, uh, yogurt, some of the different options that I had in front of me. And if you think that things don't taste good that are healthy nowadays. I will tell you that I used to be the worst about this. I hated things that were healthy because I thought they taste horrible, but there has been great strides made on that side of things. There's ice creams that are healthy. There's popcorn that's healthy. There's different meals out there that taste fantastic that are more healthy for you and more satisfying at the end of the day. Um, and with that, I switched to more grilled things. I switched to baked items as well. Learn how to get creative with the seasoning. Learn how to get creative with some of the ways I prepared vegetables and some of those healthy carbs as well to make myself more apt to be successful in my diet. And that was my overall goal. So yes, 100% caloric deficit, but starting myself, no. Eating healthier things, yes, but hating what I ate, no. I wanted to find that balance and I wanted to be successful and I think I was able to do that in this process but guys also I wanted to touch on some supplements that I used I started taking a greens drink which is actually the opti greens 50 from first form I also took a perfect 10 amino blend I took optimum nutrition aminos I took also a pre-workout from Redcon 1 called Total War, and that's about all I took. I didn't take creatine, I didn't take any kind of testosterone supplements or synthesizers or anything like that. I didn't take fat burning, uh, I didn't take protein, anything like that. I, I tried to stick to natural sources of protein, natural healthy carbs, and some of the things that served me a little bit better and weren't as hard on my system. Now that kind of reminds me of something I talked about with my dad the other day on getting into some of these natural things, getting into some of the areas where I started to listen to my body a little bit more. And I brought up to him the other day, you know, everybody talks about how crazy all these quote unquote hippies are that want to believe in gluten-free, want to believe in all natural, uh, vegan, vegetarian, whatever. But I think there's something that we're missing a little bit there 
Some of these people are extremely healthy and they are extremely fit whenever they're talking about the way that they eat and all these other things and the lifestyles that they live. So I took a page out of their book a little bit and I listened to what they had to say in some ways. And I found out that, like I've mentioned before previously in other podcasts, that my body doesn't like gluten. My body doesn't like lactose as much. It's harder to handle some of the protein sources that are in front of me at a lot of times and that I find more common. So I cut a lot of those things out and my body thanked me for it in a lot of ways. I learned to communicate with my body and become more literate as to what it was telling me. And it helped me in a lot of ways because I was able to lose a lot of the hard to lose belly fat and a lot of the problem area uh, belly fat and that kind of thing that people always battle with. I wondered why I couldn't lose those until I started listening to my body and seeing what it had to say. Now, with this heavy amount of weight loss and that extreme cut that I went through, there were some things that were unexpected that caused some issues on the other side. I had times where I was in nutrient deficiencies. Like I said, I was shaking from the lack of carbs after some of my runs and some of the things that I put myself through. I had a lot of loose skin and a lot of things that were negative body image type things from losing that weight so fast. It went from one extreme to the other. Uh, I was able to see a lot of the stretch marks that I had and just there were some things that I was not happy with. But as I moved through this process, I was able to learn how to do things better the second time. Like I said, I became literate with my body and I understood what it wanted. And I was able to build some muscle back and build my weight back in a more beneficial way. I started building muscle and replacing the fat that was on my body. I started listening to my body by allowing myself to eat until I was full, not just cutting off at a certain caloric intake rate. And by doing this, I was actually able to shed more fat and gain more muscle, and it tightened up some of that loose skin. It was beneficial in a lot of different ways, and it moved me closer to my overall goals of being healthy. Through the second round of really adjusting my body and trying to develop my physique, I was able to drop body fat percentage, but also gain a little bit of size in muscle. And I looked healthier and I felt healthier. And as an overall whole, as I'm sitting here today, I am happier with what I'm eating and I'm finding a lot more balance in my workouts and in my diet. Now, what I was also able to do during this process is understand one very, very important thing. And that is that there's no magic bullet and there's no secret to weight loss or changing your physical appearance or finding the discipline to do so or whatever you might end up trying to do. But what I would tell anyone is don't wait for someone else to do it for you. Don't wait for someone else to tell you it's time to take on a challenge like this, like losing weight and getting more physically fit. You have to take ownership of your circumstances. If you're not happy with how you look or you're not happy with what you're eating, you feel like crap all the time, you're always tired, whatever it is, you have to take ownership of that. You've got to become disciplined. You've got to become consistent and you've got to stick with your plan. It is very important to get ahead of this whole process by putting a plan in place ahead of time so that it makes it 
easier for you to be successful. If you're going to start a diet, do one very big thing. Take a trash can, go to your pantry, go to your fridge, find the things that are unhealthy, find the things that are not good for you that you know you shouldn't have in there and throw them away. The biggest and best way to be successful at diets and to be successful at weight loss is to remove yourself from an environment at which you have the opportunity to slip up. If there's zebra cakes in the fridge, you're going to eat zebra cakes. If there's ice cream in the freezer, you're going to eat ice cream. If there's Oreos in the pantry, you're going to eat Oreos. It is as simple as that. You have to go through this process with the correct mindset. And with that being said, there are going to be times where you cannot remove yourself 100% from these situations. You have to make sure that you make yourself successful there as well by setting up a plan. You know your coworkers are going to try to get you go to, to go out to eat, so make sure you pack your lunch ahead of time. If there's a lunch scheduled or there's a meal scheduled where you cannot avoid eating out, make sure that you are prepared with your healthy options. Do some research. What is the healthiest thing that most places have? Some things I've used is if I go to a barbecue restaurant, I know that there's turkey breast on the menu. I know there's typically lean brisket on the menu, some form of pork that's a little bit more lean maybe, and I know that they're going to have green beans and some sort of rice or healthier carb option. I also know not to get a slice of bread with it because that's going to be a form of carb that I don't need to put in my body. I also know that I need to order water ahead of time so that I am drinking something that is not going to be detrimental to my diet. If I go to a steakhouse, same thing. I look for options that are healthier. I look for a leaner cut of meat in a steak if I get a steak. I look for green beans. I look for vegetables that are healthy, maybe a salad or something like that. I'm not a big fan of salads, but that's something that you could use in your daily life. Also, make sure you're ordering water, unsweet tea, whatever it is that fits your diet. Create a system, create a checklist in your mind that you go through whenever you eat out or you're involved in these situations so that you know you're going to be successful. If you're going out with friends and they're getting dessert or they're going to get ice cream, or they're going to get drinks, fill that void and fill that space with something else. If you can find frozen yogurt where they're going, cool. If you can get coffee or something else, maybe water or flavored water or sparkling water, whenever they're going to the bar to get drinks or something like that and you still want to participate, cool, that's fine. Make sure you do that, but set up a way for you to be successful in the meantime. Don't Give yourself a reason to not be successful because nine times out of ten, your body will naturally take the easiest road. Your natural state as a human is to find the easiest route, to find the most comfortable thing. That means that if it's harder for you to go out and eat healthier, if it's harder for you to get out and exercise because you haven't created an environment in which you can be successful with that, you're not going to be as apt to be successful. This is very important to forming good habits and to forming good health on a daily basis. And remember guys, if I can do this, if I can go through a transformation like I have, I've gotten to a point where I'm very happy with my physique. I'm not quite where I want to be 100% yet, but I'm very happy with the progress I've made. If I can do that from the person that I was, I was a super picky eater, I ate terrible, my wife will tell you, she was worried about me from the get-go in the way I lived my life and the way I ate and some of the decisions that I made, she was worried whether she would have a long and healthy life with me and a long and healthy marriage. So, 
if I can make those changes, I can go through these things. I'm just an ordinary guy like everybody else. If I can show that level of self-control and get to that level of discipline, then so can you. So go do it. Guys, thank y'all for tuning into this episode of the Next In Line podcast. As always, check us out on social media. That's at Next In Line Development on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Make sure you're leaving us a rating or a review or you're subscribing to us on whatever platform you're listening on. And always be prepared for whatever is next in line.